With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The USFL Gambling Podcast live reaction show to the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. the USFL gambling podcast as we count down uh, just I mean, every pick in 35 rounds. What, who would do that? Us. That's why you subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. Get the SGPN app. We got a ton of great articles out there. I mean, every single position in the USFL pretty much covered. So go get the app. Cause look, you can pair it up and see, you know, who's out there. Who's not. What are you doing, folks? Hop on in. This is uh, the USFL Gambling Podcast. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, and I am joined by Rod Via Gomez. Shout out to Rod. It was been, me and Rod have been just just jamming out picks here as as this draft just continues to roll at a fast pace. Uh, we got Jim and Chase here, though, Rod, and we and look USFL Jim, Woo. USFL Jim, and then the Wolf of Oaklawn. And uh, look, if you need, need to, uh, horse racing tips, the Wolf of Oaklawn is your guy. All right, uh, how you guys doing? I know it's hot. You guys have been got, putting got, in lots of work with us. We got to cool off here, man. My thumb is actually getting sore from all the refreshing I'm doing. It's hard to keep up. 
A hundred percent, man. Each pick, I'm like, whoa, I was talking. I got you know, what about me, guys? My ego's in the way. Guys, me, what about me? No, I gotta talk about some guy. Uh the, the picks were coming in hot. Uh, what do you make of the O lineman? Now we get another round of offensive linemen going here, uh, and an, actually uh, the next couple rounds. But the Tampa Bay Bandits are going to be back on the clock. Uh, is there any names that you're surprised? You know, maybe they didn't call this guy, or you know, maybe uh, you know, there's some talent out there they didn't see. Jim, there's a, there's a couple guys I'm on the lookout for. Um, Avery Genesee is one that I'm looking out for. I, he was a stud for the Houston Roughnecks. I'm I'm wondering where his name's been, and then Stephen Gonzalez too. He might be worked a little bit better as a guard, but I, I I'm looking for names like that. I'm not necessarily looking for names as much as I'm looking for uh, that. Once again, seems to be a theme, which is it's gonna. I, I think you're gonna see a lot more uh, SEC players come off the boards that either went in as you know three four star players and didn't get the playing time and transferred out, or just stayed the entire time uh, for that vaunted uh, SEC education. So I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of good old Southern beef the rest of these rounds. Uh, got uh, in, as a matter of yeah, fact, I was about to so, say, just as we're talking about this, we got another pick Corbin Kalfusi. And, and he's from BYU. He's a guy that grew up a, a, in Provo, Utah. So, you know, you know, he got, he left BYU in 2019 which means he was 39 years old. Then I, I don't know how old he is now, but uh, look, he was, dra- he, he, he didn't get drafted, went undrafted, got with the new Orleans saints, then went to the New York jets, then the San Francisco 49ers. So he's been a part of a practice squad for the past three years. I, I think it's a, it's a pretty good pick considering, I mean, look, he was also drafted by the St. Louis Battlehawks, but he didn't sign with the league because he was in the NFL. He was like, Hey, I like the Battlehawks, but let me make a little more coin. Uh, you know, as a, a, you know, I'm 38 years old. I'm entering the, you know, the, the pretty old, pretty old now M- might as well pick up some, some, some more coin in the NFL. And now here he is in the USFL Corbin Kofusi converted defensive end. I mean, you gotta love that. You want me to play defense coach? You want to play offense? I'll play special. You want me to kick the damn ball? I'll kick the ball. All right. Give him a job. He'll do it. And that's what we've seen. Uh, what do you guys think of the pick by the Tampa Bay bandits? Get these big Samoan boys in here, baby. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It, I, I think they're, I mean, going to be taking size. I, as you said, probably very old coming out of BYU. So you're going to get a little bit of a, a little bit of experience, just life experience in general. He's going to know how to be an adult. I like that pick. Also, those yeah. BYU players play dirty, and I always like that for these kinds of leagues. Me too. I mean, look, yeah, I like that in any style of football. But, uh, yeah, this guy, this, I mean, these Samoan guys, whew, man, let me tell you that ruined my career was I played a pick. I'm talking about just my natural football playing career, played a pickup game here in, in LA uh, on a Thanksgiving Thursday when I was about 28 years old. I've my body's still sore. It's still sore from me trying to tackle a gigantic Samoan guy who just ran me over. I pretty much got just like a, just kind of like a, uh, like a construction jack going into the asphalt. That was my face going through the ground. But uh, picks are happening, guys, and I'm, I, I need to stop talking about myself. We appreciate you hopping on. We want you to come back and talk more picks with the USFL Gambling Podcast. But the Philadelphia Stars went out and they got Michael Rodriguez the third, the third. There we go. Uh, look, I mean, this is one. Um, I'm trying to quickly, quickly get it up on the screen. He's the third. I don't know. Internet is going a little slow here. 
I believe from La Tech, Louisiana Tech. Yep. yep. Was in this. Yeah, oh, well, was uh, in the, those Southern boys. Yeah, uh, look, and he he's got dyed hair. I mean, normally you don't see the offensive lineman with the with the the brown beard, but the blonde hair. But hey, you know, those guys are dangerous. Those guys are when, like. Those guys are like you're at a party and they have a knife on them. Dangerous. I, I could think about Hulk Hulk Hogan also dyed hair, different colored yeah. beard. There's a few Sugar Ray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looks like, looks like we also got another one in right now too, Calvin Ashley. <laughs> hey guys, look, we gotta keep going. We gotta get the picks going. Thanks for joining in. Uh, we'll be on uh, everyone, by. don't worry. Yeah, every, the Wolf of Oakland, Chase, and uh, and USFL Jim, appreciate you guys, and and uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll see you back in a little bit here. Michael Rodriguez was the pick from Laporte, Texas, or Laporte. I don't know how to pronounce this shit. I'm just an idiot, uh, but I do know football. And Michael Rodriguez, it's a guy that's going to help out this team. So, uh, what do you make of the pick? And we got we got picks coming in. So, what what, what do you make though? La Tech was, uh, you know, Skip Holtz ran uh, a run first team there, so. Uh, perhaps Bart Andrus going to run the ball more than we think with the Philadelphia stars, Rod. Well, I like, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of non big time programs. And so anybody that comes from one of those small law tech, cause law tech used to actually be part of the whack back in the yes. day. Yes. Yes. I I've watched some, uh, some law tech football as well. Um, but we have another pick man. Just keep coming in. Yeah. And Calvin Ashley uh, this is a guy, and this is a really interesting picture rolling in here. He's gone to the New Jersey Generals. Calvin Ashley's one that was a bit of a uh, a mystery in a way because this is a guy that was at Auburn, five star recruit. Then uh, things weren't working out. He only got one start with the Tigers. Then he goes to FAU, Florida Atlantic, and then things weren't working out there. Coaching changes. He goes to Florida A and M, where he would start seven games in 2019. He opted out of 2020 because of the COVID scenario. He ends up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then randomly just leaves the team. No, no explanation uh, on, on what happened there, but uh, the guy's a five-star. All right. You don't always get that, you know, in, in these other leagues. So uh, pretty impressive stuff there. Uh, five-star. I mean, uh, th- th- then we have uh, Tetan, Tetan, Tetan salts, saltes, saltes, saltes. To the Michigan Panthers, is that Tetan or is that Teton? I'd say Tetan. Tetan Saltes. Uh, this is a guy, a Mountain West player. I know you like that, Rod. He is a uh, New Mexico Lobo, and this guy uh, uh, I grew up on an Indian reservation in South Dakota. Um, and this guy played with the New York Jets in 2021, and he actually uh, he received offers from Texas Tech and Iowa State, but went to New Mexico. So interesting there. Um, won the Werfel Trophy in 2020. Interesting uh, pick here by the Michigan Panthers. I know uh, Jeff Fisher must have must have had an eye on him. So what do you make of the pick? Well, he turned down San Diego State too, which means he must have really wanted to play in New Mexico because all of those programs that he turned down were some pretty big, big time programs uh, in the you know um, in college football. I mean, San Diego State, we've seen what they did last time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they they keep a winning program there. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's a uh, pretty good pick, man. I really do, and uh, we'll see how it works out with Jeff Fisher. I love Jeff. You know, Jeff Fisher. He gets a bad rap. You know, he's a guy who just believes in defense and running the damn ball. All right. I know that went out of 
I know it went out with football, but it's coming back. All right. Zig when they zag back to that um, next up on the, the, we got Donnell green drafted by the breakers. That just happened right now. Donnell green to the new Orleans breakers. I'm excited. These breaker uniforms are just the flyest things. Um, this is a guy, I believe he is uh, spent some time in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was with um, Minnesota, the golden, the golden Gophers. Gophers. So this is a guy. Uh, hey, he's gigantic. Six, five, three thirty five. Minnesota was running the ball. You know, that's been PJ flex MO since he's been in, in, uh, in Minneapolis has been heavy run, you know, conservative passing attack. So uh, yeah. And look, we're going to have some, some awesome interviews going on with some, some players coming up soon. Talk about their reactions. Um, I'm sure that will be just awesome. Um, as, as we, uh, so, so stick around, we will have some awesome interviews here interviewing some players on the, in the USFL now. So yes, um, here we go. Uh, what do you make? What do you make of the pick Donnell uh, green to the breakers? Again, I like it. I, I got to see Minnesota a couple times as they played uh, the army in Fresno state over the, the last few years. Uh, so more importantly, Fresno state is who they en- ended up playing. So yeah, I mean, Minnesota's had a good team. And so if you're going to bring somebody in from a good team, uh, I like that pick, uh, you know, Again, when you, when you had time with the Jacksonville Jaguars, a cup of tea at the very least, um, we're good. So, although we need to bring in Justin Mark, my friend, we, we gotta, we gotta get Justin in here to talk some maulers. Let's do it. Justin Mark too. I mean, we, we got Pittsburgh mauler talk. What's not to like about that. I love it already. Let more, the more XFL talk, the better USFL USFL buddy. USFL. All right. We're you know, two hours and 46 minutes into this <laughs> Every league is on play right now. Yes. USFL. And I'm one that XFL is too. I'm one that thinks it can work. I think, I think we can do XFL, USFL, NFL, college football, FCS, college football, CFL. I, I look football, 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 sign me up. What is up? Justin Mark. How you doing, brother? This is going crazy. Isn't it guys? It's so fast. <laughs> I swear, man. I thought cocaine was crazy. This is, this is way worse. I'm joking, but uh, uh, look, Pittsburgh Maulers. What do you think so far? Yeah. Um, so I was looking over all the guys that we drafted Kyle Alouetta, of course, um, take away what you saw in the NFL with all his struggles and go back to his college days. He was a team leader, used his eyes to move the linebackers and to shift them. He's got experience under center. He's got experience in shotgun. Um, all his teammates thought he was a team leader. Um, Carlo Kemp, uh, when I read on him, four-year letterman, everybody looked at him as a leader on the defense. Um, Nasir player, he was a four-time also then conference at East Tennessee State. Uh, he is also a leader. Eric Asau, um, he was a leader. I mean, keep reading these guys. They've all been called out as being leaders on their team. And it looks like that's really what they're going after in Pittsburgh, guys that can step up. They've been there. They've led other guys and kind of get that experience in there to uh, lead the team. Yeah. Carlo Kemp. Uh, I, I thought when I, when I watched yeah. some of that film that they had, I thought, man, this guy, he could be a, a dynamic defensive player for, for the Maulers. So now, do you want with Kirby Wilson, do you want this I, identity to be uh, uh run, first, run first defense smash? You're if Pittsburgh. If you, if you're in Pittsburgh, I feel like you gotta have great linebacker play great defense 
uh, great defensive play overall. Uh, what do you want to see for the Maulers come uh, April 16th? Yeah. I mean, I think that that model works for Pittsburgh in general. So I think you might as well go with it. And obviously Kirby Wilson being a running back guy. Um, I think that's exactly what he should follow. You know, they got the uh, tackle Chidi Okiki didn't play until he came here from Nigeria in 2013, but he's a big guy. He was a five-star prospect who signed with LSU and ended up transferring out. Um, he's got a lot of untapped potential. And I think that he's a guy that they can start to build around that run first offense. There we go. There we go. Look, it's Pittsburgh. It's a blue collar city. I want to see blue collar football. And I think they got the right guy, Kirby, uh, Kirby Wilson there to get it done. And uh, look, I appreciate you hopping on talking Pittsburgh Mauler football with us. Shout out to the city of Pittsburgh. I feel like every person in the city of Pittsburgh, if you were to get in a bar fight, I mean, you just get destroyed. Every, every person in Pittsburgh could build you a house. That's what I feel like. All right. Uh, but I appreciate you hopping on Pittsburgh Mauler football is back in the iron city. Excited uh, for, for April 16th and really excited to see uh, the, the smaller team. I think they're one of the most unknown teams in the, uh, the USFL, as far as like, we don't know, you know, what Kirby Wilson will do. You know, we haven't seen him as a head coach. So interesting stuff going on there. I appreciate you for hopping on Justin. Yep. Thanks guys. All right. Now players are being drafted left and right. That was awesome though. Awesome to talk to these guys that are fans of the teams. It is really cool. Great breakdown to uh, Avery Genesee is to the, is, is now a Houston gambler. Avery Genesee a guy played for the, uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, once again, experienced player uh, at a Texas A and M. Um, and to me, once again, I mean, cue up the, uh, the talk of the SEC thing. He's played on a number of teams. This guy has been, he's been pretty much been, been a part of every single franchise in, in NFL history, even, even the Baltimore Colts, because you look at this, and you're just like, holy shit. Look at this. Uh, okay. April 7th. Uh, it, look at this Jacksonville, 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 three different times, then Cleveland, 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 uh, Denver, Denver, then Tennessee. So he has bounced around. He's had, you know, a lot of opportunities. And I think he's a, he's a proven veteran that can, that can be an impact player day one with the, uh, the USFL and the Houston gamblers. What do you make of the pick rod? Also a former champion XFL Houston roughneck. See, there's my XFL. Uh, there you go. So yeah, he, he definitely knows how to play football in an unbeaten ter- uh, situation. And I think that goes a long way into being able to translate that to a new bunch. Cause again, he had to do it with a whole new group of, of players alongside of him. Uh, and he'll get to do it again with a whole new set of players alongside of him. So hopefully he'll replicate that roughneck success uh, on the gamblers, Houston. So, you know, Houston, Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw that O'Shea Dugas, I'm probably butchering that. If so, my apologies. He is a, a Birmingham stallion. And this one makes sense. Skip Holtz coached at Louisiana tech. Uh, and he coached uh, Dugas at Louisiana tech. Uh, so that one makes sense for him to, to go there. And he also spent some time with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so, Hey, he was with, he was there for a couple of years with the Bengals. So I think that traffic makes sense. Another one is having, they, they're just, they're just, it's, they're, Every second is, is a brand new player. Uh, Isaiah battle to the Maulers, the Pittsburgh Maulers. Um, we just talked about this identity, you know, Pittsburgh run the ball, Rocky Blyer, Franco Harris, Mike Rogier with the Pittsburgh Maulers the first time. Well, that's why they went out 
and got themselves Isaiah battle. This guy uh, has played for first off. He was with the, the St. Louis and LA Rams for a couple of years. Then the Kansas city chiefs, then the Seattle Seahawks and Carolina Panthers. Then he went to the Seattle dragons in the XFL and they were starting to turn a corner before COVID hit. So uh guy played at Clemson, won some national championships. What's not to like there with uh, Isaiah battle. What do you think of the pick rod? I like that. They went with experience in this instant where they brought in somebody that is old. And I say old, but I love you to death. You're still young to me, but an older guy, uh, a more experienced guy and somebody who has the NFL uh, pedigree behind him and has, has taken snaps in the bigger leagues because uh, there are going to be a lot of young guys that have never taken a snap under center in the NFL. And he's going to have to teach them. He's going to have to show them what uh, that type of, of mentality is to bring the professionalism into that offensive line. And I, I really like that pick. I like the experience. I like the um, just the, the guy that's going to be there to say, look, kid, this is what we did in the NFL. You know, even if, if I didn't stay very, very long and didn't have a gigantic career, I still played in the big show. So this is what it takes to be a player of that caliber. So, and again, uh, another uh, Clemson guy, another big named uh, program guy. So he not only played in the NFL, but he played in a gigantic program in Clemson too. So guys got experience in spades. And I think that's going to go a long way in, uh, in really just helping this, this whole unit out. Yeah. And uh, look, we got uh, Michael Rodriguez, I believe is here. I, I don't mean to, to, to ruin the Isaiah battle talk. Cause I think it's a good pick and we can get back to that later. But uh, Michael Rodriguez, I believe we have him in the house. Uh, this is awesome. A Philadelphia star, Michael Rodriguez. How you doing, Michael? Congratulations. What's going on gentlemen. I appreciate it. Uh, how did it feel, man? I mean, like this is, this isn't, this is a brand new league, but we've got a rich history and you know, they're, they're tweeting out the, you know, pl- picks left and right. And boom, your name's on there. I'm sure you knew right before that, but for us, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, congratulations. And what are you looking forward to in the USFL? Man, just getting to play ball with all the guys with the same dream. I think we all just want to get out there again and play. And, and you went to Louisiana tech uh, where skip Holtz was your coach, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. How, how is that going to be? Yeah, but how's that? How's that gonna be uh, playing against perhaps your favorite coach or your former coach? I'm sorry, not favorite. I meant to say former. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one thing's for certain: I can't hold back. So whatever he sends, I'm about to hold it down for whoever the whoever he sends. Yeah. So now the, the the Philadelphia Stars have a rich history in the mm-hmm. USFL. Are you aware of any? I know it was a long time ago, man. But are you aware that this is a team? This is a team that is is to me like the blue blood of the USFL. Jim Mora used to coach there. Were you familiar with any of the history of the Philadelphia stars prior to today? No, I'm not very familiar at all. I'm be honest with you. All right. Well, look, we got to get familiar, man, because they, they, I feel like more championships are on the horizon with you, with you blocking there, man. For sure. Looking forward to setting the new standard for the Philadelphia stars. There we go, man. Congrats. And, and we, we really uh, are excited to watch you here on, on SGPN, man. And, and Rod, you got anything you want to add in? Yeah. What do you think of the whole draft process in and of itself? Like how wild has this been for you? I know how wild it's been for us, but it's gotta be pretty wild for you too. Well, it being brand new, it was just like, man, who is on this board and who is going to get picked before me? Who am I going against? So it was really nerve wracking. I had no clue what was going on into it. 
but uh, I'm really happy with how it went and I'm really excited to get started. Awesome. Well, we look forward to watching you on the field and we look forward to rooting for you uh, and your career in the USFL. All right. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Anytime, brother. Congratulations, man. This guy's an athlete too. He lettered in football and basketball in, in, in high school. I'm already, I'm already excited to see what he can do for the Philadelphia stars. Best wishes, Michael. And uh, yeah, I think you got a bright future, brother. All right, guys. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Uh, You you are listening to the USFL gambling podcast. As we break down the USFL draft pick by pick 35 rounds, me, Rod Villa Gomez. Yes, we're doing it. The long haul. Why well, once watched three Robocops in one day? This is much, much more difficult. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, don't ask what I was doing watching three Robocops in one day. That was one of the dumbest decisions of my life. But here we are with the draft continuing as the, uh, the Michigan Panthers. Um, how is this working here with the Michigan Panthers with that pick? No, no, um, see, now, now you're, now you're reading the, the backstage stuff. We're, we're, we're bringing on the Michigan pastor oh, oh, oh. here behind oh. baseball. We got, we've got a special guest coming in to the studio. Well, not your studio, but our studio uh, to talk a little bit to see, we're not just talking about, it. we're bringing the folks in. This is the kind of stuff you're not getting anywhere else. We're bringing live players in to our, our draft uh, coverage. So this is, this is why you need to tell everybody else that's watching anything else to come over here. Watch this stuff. Yeah. Heck yeah. And uh, look, I mean, this is pretty awesome. So we got, uh, uh, and I, 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 I must, if I, if I butcher your name, my apology. <laughs> All right. Please don't, please don't hurt me here. Out of Wale. Oh, oh da- how do I pronounce your last name, bro- sir? It's, it's, it's a day but the first name is right on point. Out Wale and it's just a day <laughs> Hey, well, thank you. Cause look, I was going to butcher that. And that's just because I butcher, I, I can't even get my own name right, man. But uh, how you doing? Congratulations on being a Michigan Panther. Uh, uh, how do you feel right now? Man, I'm really stoked. Um, still got the jitterbugs. Um, I'm just in total excitement um, to be playing for a coach as Jeff Fisher as himself and him to believe in me. That means a lot to me. So I'm very excited and I'm ready to win and I'm ready to do what we're supposed to do and play some good football. There you go, man. And Michigan Panthers. I don't, I, I'm curious. Did you know they were one of the more, you know, big time franchises uh, back in the first USFL? Actually, I didn't. Um, I didn't really know about them until um, we just started talking recently. So I got to do a little bit more of my research. I got you. Hey, what do you think of those uniforms, though, man? That the helmet man, looking pretty, pretty fly, right? Vintage. Um, very. I think they're the best ones in the in the league personally. So it's good to be playing for a team that has a really good color, unique um uniform um case. <laughs> There we go. Well, look, I'm excited to see you on the field. Rod, you got anything you want to uh, contribute here? Well, okay. First of all, I'm going to like you, even though you played against my Fresno state bulldogs. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll be okay there. I know, I know, but I'll still, I'll go for you. I like you, but really how excited are you to actually be able to play and, and play at this level and know that this league is as hyped as it is. And you get to be a part of the first season that it's back. Man, um, it's it's um a historic time for me to be playing in this league that was so big back in the day, and I'm one of the first dudes, and I'm the first um one of the first guys they picked up. So it's a very exciting feeling for me. I'm ready to do some things, make some plays. So 
we can bring some real good energy back to this spring football league. I agree. You're going to be a Jeopardy question before it's all said and done, my friend. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> and, and a champion with the Michigan Panthers. All right. I can oh, see yeah. that coming. Definitely. 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 Well, I think we have a really good team. I like, I like the picks. I like, um, I think we're going to do some real good things. <laughs> now, like is there anything shaping up? Say that again. You like the way your team's shaping up right now? Oh, yeah. I really like the quarterback. I really like them just watching him in college at Michigan and Ole Miss. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, one of the other defensive ends I played in another league with, so I know about him. And I think I like our O-line, so I like what we're looking at. I think we're, we're building a real good championship team, championship caliber team. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Now, is there any relation to Aaron? You guys have the same last name. And I was just wondering both, both uh, draft picks in this draft already. Is there any relation there? Yeah, that's my brother. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wasn't sure. I, I was like, it was within like a certain amount of picks too. And I was like, wait, what are the odds? What are the odds that this, you know, this last name would be called twice that fast, but Hey, that's awesome. Well, congratulations to your family. Uh, where's home. Where's you. home for you, man. Um, home for um, me is St. Louis, Missouri. Um, it was some kind of confusions in the draft. Like, um, I played, I played football. My big brother played football, but our names look so similar that they thought we were the same person. So we had, oh, to, man. Like, so I was getting called from the personnel and the coaches like, Hey, Aaron. I'm like, no, this is Adewale. Or my brother would call like, hey, Adewale. He like, no, this is Aaron. So it's just, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's good because we just, we're, we're doing something that's going to be really good for our family and for this, um, for this lead. So it's good. Are, that's are you great. Do like a brother swap. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, like the, the freaky Friday thing where you're going to just swap with your brother and play. I mean, I wish we could do that, but my, the only thing with that, me and my brother, my brother's like six six, and I'm like six four, so it's kind of a big height difference. <laughs> I was about to say, we got a Hollywood movie we could do right now. You know what I mean? You answer the phone when he's drafted. You show up. You know, hey, coach, good to see you. And they're like, man, I thought we scouted this guy differently. What's going on? But hey, I, I, I'm excited, man. I, I'll tell you this, man. It's awesome. And that, uh, how great is that, man? That's a great American story right there. But both you guys playing in the same league. Congratulations. I really, really, uh, I can't, you know, wish you more. I hope that, uh, this, this, this season works out. I hope the USFL works out and I hope moving forward, you can play in the NFL and other leagues and just kill it, man. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you. I really do appreciate your time and energy and, and I'm glad to be here. And yeah, we about to have some really good football. So get there your we go. Go. ready. <laughs> there we go. Go Panthers. Please come back and join us sometime, man. I'll be honored. Thank you for having me. Anytime, brother. Take care, man. You guys are rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. That was awesome. Brothers drafted, man. They got the Bash brothers. You don't need McGuire and Canseco anymore. You got the brothers going at it. I wonder when they are going to play each other. Um, but we've had picks going on at the same point. Charles Baldwin is drafted by the Pittsburgh Maulers. Um, Charles Baldwin, I'm quickly pulling him up. But that's oh, what a great story, though, man. Uh, hey, anyone out there working for a newspaper, you should probably cover that story. Two brothers drafted in the same draft. That's 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 fantastic, man. What, uh, what a, a great Cole, we got we got folks that are covering right now. We can we can have them write it right as we go. So if you're uh, a writer for the SGPN, crank that one out right now. 
There we go, man. The picks were coming in so hot, man. I was like, I don't want to give myself that responsibility. You know what I mean? With me, I was like, man, these picks are just happening and happening and happening. Charles Baldwin did get picked, former uh former Alabama Crimson Tide offensive lineman, I believe. Um that he went to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Justice Powers also has been uh has been drafted by the Birmingham Stallions. These these picks, man, they're happening. The Justice Powers. He is from, wait, is that correct? I, I, I don't think, I think I have the wrong guy at the moment here uh, um, because that would be a wide receiver. Um, how, uh, I don't know. I, uh, can someone tell me what university justice powers went to? Cause I am drawing a blank. Looks UAB. Like okay. Yep. Okay. There's multiple justice powers. Wow. Um, yeah, so well, shout out to welcome to UAB here. Justice Powers is drafted uh, 6'3", 295 from Cedar Hill, Texas. Uh, he is a Birmingham Stallion. We got Mike Moore coming on. Also, Mike Moore. Shout out to Mike Moore. How you doing, Mike? Good. How are you guys? Man, you listen to the draft. Thirty-five yeah, rounds. Right. What's not to like? Yeah, it's been fun. So, so uh, the Stallions are your team, right? Correct. That's correct. Yep. I, I'm a Skip Holtz guy, man. I, I, I East, East Carolina guy. He used to coach for, or he, he actually brought our program back after uh, a Florida defensive coordinator, John Thompson, kind of brought us down. But uh, what do you make so far of your draft? No, I think it's gone really well. Um, you know, obviously in 2016, Skip Holtz was Conference USA Coach of the Year. Um, he's he's an offensive guy. That year, he had uh, 44 points a game, which was second in the FBS. So. Um, you know, as far as the quarterback pick goes with Alex McGo, um, I think he knows what's best for his offense. Um, I know he won an athletic guy um, and McGo can run the read option. He's got a big arm. Um, and I know also coach Holtz likes run or likes to pass on first down. Um, and McGo is a guy that can sling it in there for some screens um, and some quick slants. So I thought that was a good pick. Um, and then on the D line, he got a bunch of, he, he got a bunch of monsters, uh, Aaron Adoy, the brother of, uh, who yes. we just had on, um, yeah. he's six, six. He actually played college basketball for four years, uh, only played football for his fifth year of eligibility. Um, and then wow. also, um, the O lineman they picked Darius Harper. Um, he's six foot seven. He played college basketball at Miami of Ohio. Uh, before transferring to Cincinnati to play football. So he's got a, a few athletes um, and really the whole draft has been um, a pretty similar approach for the stallions. They're looking for just raw athletes. Uh, five of their first six picks were guys over six foot five. So uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah. And they use the, what the, the extra pick where uh, I'm not sure what they were, what they're deeming that pick, but uh, to get Jonathan Newsom, add another, add some depth to the defensive line, forfeiting a pick later in the draft. From what I understand, uh, yeah. skip, skip Holtz loading up on the defensive line. And I'll tell you this, uh, when he was at East Carolina, that was his calling card. Uh, Linval Joseph still, still in the NFL. Last time I checked, uh, he uh, was one of his great defense linemen and that ECU's defensive line. I, I can tell that's what Holtz wants to do to set the tone for his football teams, run the ball, uh, you know, don't turn it over and, and hard nose football and a great defensive line. So perhaps you got something going there with the stallions. I appreciate you hopping on and talking stallion football, Mike Moore promise you or uh, promise us. You'll come back. I will. I will. Thanks guys. There we go, man. Take care, brother.
Picks are happening. John Yarborough is a Houston gambler. John Yarborough, any relation to was there wasn't there an Eric Yarborough uh back in the day? There was also a receiver, the receiver from Wyoming. I want to say it was Ryan Yarborough. Um, but I'm look no, I I love how uh, I quickly Googled that and uh and I, I got John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. No, I went Yarborough. All right. Um he played with the Thai Cats, so I like that the the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL. Okay. Um, well, th- there we go. I mean, g- going to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. This is a. Uh, I mean, CFL. You're playing at a high level of football, and f- and to be able to do that, I'm actually struggling to find uh, a page on them right now. But, um, yeah, to be playing at that level, what do you think of the pick? Uh, like it. I mean, again, the, there's a, the guys that you're trying to get to to guard your quarterback and and to open up some run lanes and. Look, if there's nothing that a, a CFL lineman can't uh, has to do is that's protect his quarterback because you only got three downs to play. So if you take a sack on one of those downs, or if you you know can't get a a good gain on the ground, um, you know that it's it's not necessarily a good thing. So yeah, uh, and, and 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 I'm sorry, man. Uh, we see now the breakers get Marcus or uh, Marquise Lucas. This is one that I had circled, man. And if you if you guys read our our. Uh, USFL offensive line article about the top offensive lineman. I thought this is, and once again, a good pick because this kid from West Virginia, well, he's originally from Miami, Florida, but went to West Virginia. And uh, so Dana Holgerson recruit, but you look at what he's done in, in his career. He's a pretty darn good player. He played at the, with the Buffalo bills in 2016, then the Minnesota Vikings then the Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then he went to the AAF with the Orlando Apollos and then the Tampa Bay Vikings with my guy, friend of the program in 2020 uh, with the XFL. This is a pick that I think will work out. He's experienced. Um, he's still only 28 years old. You got to like Marquise Lucas. What do you make of this pick there, Rod? I love the experience. Uh, we, we talked a lot about it when we were talking earlier in the round about bringing in guys with, with heavy experience and, and being able to talk to these, these new guys about what it's like to play professional football. So. Um, I think every, I think every squad so far that I've looked at that we've seen has one of these guys, right? Them now this is the the one they're going after some of these uh, experienced guys. Cause it feels like the younger guys coming off the board first. Right. And some of these experienced guys are still sitting there. And so it's like, well, if I can bring in a guy with some seasoning to him and I can bring him in, uh, in a, in a later round, like a round later, then I'll definitely take that. So uh, definitely not a bad pick at all, especially a guy with CFL experience. Like we talked about. Yeah, you gotta like that, man. Uh, congrats to Marquise Lucas. Uh, Joshua Dunlap just got uh, drafted by the Panthers. Um, this is a uh, this is a guy that uh, hmm, I, I believe is this a. I'm trying to pull up. Am I misspelling Dunlap? Perhaps um, UTSA. He's a road runner. A roadrunner, so you know that. I mean, look, they've they built that program down there. That was nothing a few years ago. So uh, shout out to uh, Jonathan Dunlap coming in uh, from UTSA in the Conference USA. And if you look at what he did, first off, six seven, three hundred fifteen pounds. Originally from Indiana, he played a uh, community college in Kansas as well. Um, Two thousand nineteen All Conference USA selection. So, uh, and I believe that was Frank Wilson that probably recruited him. He's he's now at LSU. He was the head coach at McNeese left for LSU and Brian Kelly this year. So uh, this is a guy that's been starting 
really, I feel like since 2017, from 2017 to 2019, started in the Conference USA. Give it up for Josh Dunlop going to the Panthers. What do you think about that pick there, Rod? You start all 12 games for your team. You're obviously good enough to stay on the field, and that's what you want out of these guys. You want them to be able to stay on the field for you, play hard for you, and continue to, to go week in and week out. Uh, you know, they, they help the road runners turn out 284 yards, uh, in a, in a game against uh, UIW, uh, which is a big deal. That's a, that's a massive number to put up against a team. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. And, and now we got what Terry pool drafted to the New Jersey generals. That's your team. And I'm curious, you know, he went to San Diego state, shout out to the mountain West, but he's from seaside, California. Isn't that up by you? Somewhere? That's not, not up by me. That's more closer to you guys than it is by me. Jeez, I've been I've only been here 20 years. I still don't know which way north and south are. Yeah, no, you're, you're good. He was a fourth round pick by the Seattle Seahawks. So I mean, look, this is a guy, he's been around, he's battle tested, play with the Seahawks, Dolphins, Texans, and the San Diego Fleet. You gotta love that. And the Houston Roughnecks, undefeated season champion right there. Uh the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts. So um yeah, you gotta like this. I mean, the, the guy was a stud at San Diego State. It's a that's a good get for your generals there. Oh, especially because Winnipeg won the championship. So he played for a championship team, or at least was on the championship team as far as like name only. But yeah, I mean, if you're if you're getting looked at by the uh the championship team of a league, that means that you bring something to the table. So and the fact that he has played for all of these teams and Seahawks, Dolphins, Texans, Fleet. Right, the Roughnecks. Yeah. He was on a championship team in the Roughnecks, uh, Bombers and Argos. So yeah, I mean, that that's yeah. a guy that's got a lot of spring league history for sure. And that 2015 and 16 Seahawks teams. I don't think they won the Super Bowl, but they they were playoff teams. So he's been around winning culture. San Diego State with Rocky Long uh, and Brady Hoke. They were they were winning there too with the Aztecs. So nice pick for uh, for for the Generals there. As Mike Riley continues to build his empire in New Jersey, uh, and yeah, okay, I think we got uh, USFL Jim and Wolf, the Wolf of Oaklawn. The Wolf of Oaklawn knows his knows his uh, knows his college football, knows his USFL football, but will also give you who's going to win the seventh the seventh race at uh, I don't know. Uh, name a racetrack, the Golden Gate Park. Uh, he's got you covered. How you guys doing? And uh, look, this draft continues to roll. Any shocking things you've seen in the past couple picks, or uh, what do you what are you making USFL, Jim? We were we were talking about it behind the scenes a little bit. I'm actually I'm pretty happy with how every team's shaping up. I think the snake draft is proving to be really really effective. That all these teams, I'm not really seeing any strong any weakness in any of these teams. I'm seeing a lot of good parity here. I'm thinking this is becoming a real big success. Also I blinked and it's been like three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, we haven't, you know, we, we have players who all have kind of pro experience. I'm ready for that. Just like shot out of left field. That is, you know, maybe like a player who left school just a little bit early. I mean, the USFL is allowing players to come out a year earlier than, than the NFL. I believe like, you know, is, is there someone who's actually going to make that jump? Uh, might not see it tonight. Might see it tomorrow. I'm really excited to get to the, uh, to the DVs next round because I've got one on one. I'm hoping I hear here's name get called. Yeah. I'd like to see just that random, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great if like someone drafted like Josh McCown, <laughs> 
Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah. Makes yeah, that leap, yeah, you know? yeah. I want I want to see the four, like in the original USFL they drafted Greg Landry who was who was like a 15 year NFL vet. I want to see them take a shot on a guy that's been in the league for a long time that just won't give up the dream. Just won't give up the dream. I have that guy, Colby. He'll play anytime, anywhere, any football. I want Josh Johnson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That would be amazing. Now, wasn't he on the Ravens last uh, I saw? No, he, you was. Know. he was, he was on the Ravens, but he was like, I think he started the year on a completely different team. He'll play. Josh Johnson is the type of football player that will play anytime, anywhere in any league. He's played on like every level of football. Yeah. He's doing this out there. My boy, GB 16, George Blanda 16. <laughs> Yes. Make a triumph return. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, look, uh, yeah, he, they're like the Bart Andrus of of playing. <laughs> Bart Andrus is like that of coaching. These yeah. junkies that just, I love it. I love it, man. So, uh, well, yeah, well, I, I wonder too. I mean, will uh, there was all speculation? Could Antonio Brown go to the USFL? Maybe, maybe tomorrow gets wild. Uh, we'll see. But uh, we did just get a pick of Jacob Paul Burton to the Philadelphia Stars. Uh, he's out of Baylor, Jacob, Paul Burton, uh, great name. And, uh, this is, this is a guy that, uh, look, you played off its line at Baylor. Baylor's been just a winning culture lately. I mean, whether it, they, they've been coach proof, they went from Bryles to Matt rule. Uh, they had an interim coach, Jim Grobe in the middle there that had a winning season with them. Then they go to, uh, what's his name now? The uh, gosh, the DC from the LSU Aranda, Dave Aranda. This place has been coach proof. The win- it's winning culture. That's and it's been remarkable that Baylor's been able to do that. Uh, so there we go. He was at UCLA for four years, then grad transferred to Baylor. Hey, I mean, uh, look. So he's he's from my, our neck of the woods. We're recording not far from the Rose Bowl. So he was one of the fourteen people that would go to those games. Um, uh, there we go. I mean, what, I think it's a good pick because the guy's experienced. He's played in the Pac-12, played in the Big Twelve. And uh, I, I could totally see it working out with the Philadelphia stars and, and playing in the pac 12 in the big 12, you kind of get used to passing the football. So he's probably a pass blocking offensive lineman. Well, I'll say uh, this, Colby. he's six, six, three, 12. I mean, good Lord. The guy is huge. So he's a boost. He's, he's, yeah. he's going to be a big guy to stand in front of the guys trying to, to rush that's, into him for sure. That's the type I mean, of guy that if he's at the bar and he goes to try to take your girlfriend, you'll let him. It's like, he's almost got a little bit more beef on him for like a PAC 12 slash big 12 offensive tackle one for those schools that want to go fast and run up and down the field. Like he's, he's still a pretty big boy. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's pretty impressive. And we've also had uh, another draft pick, uh, Jawan Michelle Beatty to Tampa. Now this is a guy that comes over from the university of Michigan. I wonder if Jim Harbaugh perhaps slept in his bunk bed with him, but uh, look, uh, this guy, uh, four-year letterman, all big, all big 10 played in 33 games uh, in the big 10. And once again, I make this point with the sec, but I really feel like the big 10 East, not the big 10 West, but more so the East you're going up against elite defensive linemen. Yes. Whether it's Penn state, whether it's Michigan state, whether it's Ohio State. state, Uh, you're going to, you're just going to, so you, you're, you're battle tested. So uh, what do you make of the pick guys? Jawan Bichelle Beatty to the, to the Tampa Bay bandits. I like the pick. He's got the XFL experience too. I always love seeing my XFL legends getting the, the come up. He played for the roughnecks. Love that winning mentality. 
And then Rod likes it. He's he got a little red black in him too. I mean, six yeah. five, three thirty. Like that's who you want watching your quarterback's blindside. You want that guy. That's probably got you know long arms. Can you know has a lot of bulk behind him. I think a pretty good pick. I think a pretty good pick too. And now we're going to transition to the uh, to the, the coming up. Uh, we're going to switch to cornerbacks. Cornerbacks will be taken. Uh, in 2022, cornerback might be more important than any other position on the field. I know they say quarterback, but man, the cornerbacks, uh, uh, we got a comp pick coming. So for which team, do we know which team is getting the comp pick here? Matthew snow, not Jim snow, Matthew snow to the Birmingham stallions. The stallions don't care about picks. They're saying, Hey, we're just going to go after who we like, who cares about our picks late in the draft. Very Mike Ditka with the new Orleans saints. Like but uh, okay, okay. So Matthew Snow, they're really this going is, hard on the the linemen on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I, I kind of dig it, man. And uh, as a guy that watched, uh, you know, a ton of of Skip Holtz football, uh, that is his mo. Though they don't pass the ball, they're not a finesse team. They are a team that will break you down on the line of scrimmage. So we'll see how that works. So Matthew Snow, I'm trying to grab some information on him at the he was, moment. He was in nine games. He made nine starts, and uh, he actually helped Pace University, Pace College, uh, get 3,700 total yards of offense, 22 passing touchdowns, 20 rushing touchdowns. Ooh. So guy can guy can yes. do his job. Plus, he was actually named uh, into the academic honor roll both semesters that he was there in 2019. So uh, he's a smart kid too. I uh, I mean. I, I like this mentality of kind of just grabbing the the interior picks because these kinds of leagues, you're going to have your pick of wide receivers just because it's such a wide field of players. that are going to be making the USFL in the receiver position and your skills position. I think you just go heavy on the, the linemen. Yeah. It's, it's where you can really make a, make a difference and separate yourself. I mean, if we think it, just think of some of the best college football programs out there, they're usually built from the, from the O line and D line out. So good strategy. Uh, and pace, and pace, pace college. Private school in New York City. Whoa! Shout out to the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, look, I mean Matthew Snow. Who knew? Who knew New York City did college football? That's what you gotta love. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Well, look, the draft continues to roll on. You're always awesome when you hop on. I hope you join us in a bit to talk more of that. Well, basically anything, but that new New Orleans break of football and that Michigan Panther football. Uh, we're excited. We're rocking with the US of oh, we have another comp pick. We have another comp pick coming another in. Comp pick. Let's go. Tell me it's Birmingham again. If it's Birmingham again, I'm just gonna uh just go ahead and say no, that they're my the favorite Panthers. team. Oh, Joshua, oh, Joshua Taylor. Taylor. Um okay, Joshua Taylor to the Michigan Panthers. Jeff Fisher loading up on the offensive line. That makes sense. Buddy Ryan taught him a thing or two, and he is a uh, uh, Joshua Taylor from Mississippi Valley State. I talked about him earlier with NC Nick on the show. Um, they call him an NFL draft diamond. Um, yeah, Mississippi Valley State. Oh, he, I, he couldn't be successful. No one's been successful there. Wrong. Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time, arguably is from Mississippi Valley State. So Josh Taylor, you know, maybe he can. He can start kicking ass in the USFL, work his way up to the NFL. And I got a feeling perhaps it might with the Michigan Panthers. Uh, Rod, what do you make of the pick? Love it. Love that he was in uh, the FCS bowl, right? I mean, again, these guys don't get a chance to play in a lot of extra curricular games outside of their regular season. So the fact that he was able to be selected for that means that he's uh, again, good at his job. So 
Uh, I, I like this pick. I like the young, uh, the youth of it all. This guy just barely got out of college and now he gets a chance to play professional football. Uh, that, that again, doesn't necessarily have to be the NFL. So, um, he still gets to play pro football. That's, that's the goal for these guys coming in is to continue to play professional football or to continue to play football. And he's going to get his shot. Amen. Continue to play the game that they love. All right. Well, that concludes round seven. Now a word from our sponsors. This SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP Vanish. Safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP Vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams, just like this one. And we're back on the USFL game and all 35 rounds of the USFL draft. I mean, it's it's like a dream. And uh, yeah, uh, I've been really excited. I'm here with Rod Via Gomez. We both love uh, spring football. We both believe football year round, and we are both loving the fact that we get to break down 35 rounds of the USFL draft with you guys on the sports gambling podcast network. Remember to get that app SGPN app. Um, all right. Well, look, we got you. You want to talk some Houston gambler football? Cause we got a guy, Nick Familiant. I hope I'm not butchering that name uh, coming in to talk some uh, Houston gamblers. How you, How doing, you doing, Nick? Good. How you guys doing? Hey, anytime we get to, to talk spring football, I know me and Rod, I mean, look, this is like a dream come true, man. So Houston gamblers though, have been kind of one of the, you know, I got the helmet right here. Let me, let me bounce out of this. I got the, I got, oh, I got the helmet right here. And uh, this is a team that I loved growing up and, and I don't know about the first pick. What do you make? Are you, are you more sold on the Clayton Thorson pick than myself? Uh, it was a little uh, surprising. Uh, I was just like in the same boat with you guys. I was surprised that he went first. Um, maybe they know something we don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a surprising one for sure. Well, sometimes you get these quarterbacks that aren't allowed to really uh, flourish. And I feel like North, North Northwestern, you know, is a defense that kind of, it, it's kind of conservative. So maybe Clayton Thorson's a player and, and in the right system, he can really flourish. We've seen this before. I remember Russell Wilson was at Wisconsin guys. Wisconsin wasn't known for passing the ball. Now, sure. He was a transfer from NC state, but maybe that's the case with Clayton Thorson. Uh, how do you feel about the draft overall though? They got Chris Odom in the second uh, long lineage of uh, football. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm liking their picks. Uh, I like Odom. He's a hard hitter. Uh, he's got a good amount of experience. Um, he was on the Sun Belt first team back in 2016. Um, and Yarbrough, um, shout out to Justin, who was on here earlier, gave me a couple stats. He actually was invited to play in the FCS National Bowl in 2018. He was uh, the MV, the lineman MVP, um, and he started 11 games at three different positions on the offensive line. So having him on the team is uh, is big. He's going to be a versatile player. Um then you add in Gooden and Hitner, and they got a good lineup. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, if Thorson works out, I would say that uh, the Gamblers could be a team to watch out for because I think some of the other draft picks they might have got some, some key pieces there. We'll see how Thorson works out. Any other things of note that you think, uh, you know, or is there who's the rival going to be? Is it going to be the New Orleans Breakers? Yeah, I'm hoping. I think that would be a good uh, little rivalry going on, but. Yeah, I, I think I think the gamblers are gonna have a good shot at this. I think they have a, a quick team. They're they're all pretty uh, athletic for their positions. I think they're gonna be hard hitting. They're gonna get some turnovers, force some turnovers on defense. Uh, I think they're gonna be good. I like I agree with you. If Thorson comes out as like a shocking uh, a shocking pick and can perform in this system, I think they'll be they'll be pretty good. There you go. Uh, well, well, Nick, I appreciate you joining us. Come back and talk. Houston gambler football with us. And I just got to cue this song up one more time. I mean, what a classic. I'll say this. They're making top gun too, apparently. And they keep like pushing the date because of COVID. That's their song. If they just do that song, all right. With with yeah. with uh, some type of airplane up in the sky or jet, I'm sure it will be a smash hit because they will get my money. Nick, thank you so much. Go gamblers! And uh, look, we got to get back to it. We got cornerbacks on deck. The bandits are on the clock. I'm here with Rod Via Gomez. Uh, Rod, I mean, look, I, we're finally at cornerbacks. I think you can make a case. Cornerbacks are the most important position in 2022. I mean, at this point, they're starting to get that way. And there's a lot of big names actually on this list. And and the, not the least of which is what I'm looking at right now, Jojo Tillery, uh, who actually had a little bit of experience with the Titans just a second. And in fact, he actually has picked off Clayton Thorson. So oh. in, in uh, an NFL preseason game. So Jojo Tillery has a pick of Clayton Thorson already in his pocket. I'm sure he's wanting to get another one here. Uh, with the USFL this time around. Yeah. I mean, come on right there. You got to get him, especially when the new Orleans uh, breakers come around, see if he's on the clock. Uh, there's a lot of names out there. Jojo Tillery from Wofford. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Khalil Williams, Houston Cougar could, you Cam know, Pruitt. could he, could got yeah. Cam Pruitt. Yeah. And once again, you can look at all of this stuff on the SGPN app, all of our articles, all of our podcasts. And we got, Oh, Oh, is this my, this is my guy too. This is my guy. I believe uh, I'm just going to double check. I believe he's a Colorado Buffalo, uh, a transfer, I believe from Mississippi uh, Del Delbrick Abrams. And I was, I loved him at Colorado. I thought he was fantastic. So yeah, so Delbrick uh, actually was with Colorado and 
again, really good guy. He's not on the list that we had yet, but you know, uh, we're definitely gonna, sorry. We, we know Colby's muted. Unfortunately, uh, the something, something happened over on that end that, uh, that Colby is now muted. Unfortunately, I think, I think he was just talking too long. That's what it was. Colby, you had three hours and 31 minutes of talking and, and the gods have seen fit to toss you off. Uh, all right. So yeah, anyways, Delbrick played at Colorado, uh, was really good in that role. He actually, as we pull up the stats here, he played in 20 games and he started 18 at Colorado had 89 total tackles, including two for a loss and four for no gain. Uh, 15 passes broken up nine third down stops four quarterback pressures and one forced fumbled. So really again, just a, a litany of stats there for him, uh, that we are Colby. Are you back? I don't know where he's at, but we got plenty of other players going on. Yeah. I can't hear him. That's all right. XFLJ. We got, I, we do got plenty of players going on. It has just been happening fast and furious, but, uh, what, what do you know about Delbrick Adams and, and what do you think this role is going to be now for him, uh, on the bandits? Like Colby was saying, I know him from a little, his time on Colorado, the guy was a, a lockdown corner. He's, he's physical. He's mean. And I think that's the kind of guys you want in this sort of league. You want the physical cornerbacks. And I think this is just my personal opinion, but I think these spring leagues are going to let the physicality happen a little bit more. You saw it with the AF. You saw it a little bit with the XFL. The player safety first and foremost, but I think they're going to let plays kind of like stand off. I think they're going to try and avoid as many long pauses and reviews as possible. And I kind of like, I like players like I'm still, I'm blanking on every name. Del, there <laughs> it's we go. Delric. It's I wanted to say Derek, but it's Delric. We're, there's so many names going on. There really is. And another one just popped up and we got Channing Stribling, to the stars again, another one of these guys that has a lot of experience on practice rosters. Uh, his bio reads from the Cleveland Browns, the Colts, the Niners, the Colts, again, the chargers. He was with the Memphis, Memphis express with the tiger cats, with the Seattle dragons back to the tiger cats again. So a lot of extended, and I've, I remember seeing him, uh, his name pop up on a few CFL feeds with the tiger yep. cats. So definitely one that that's bounced back and forth. As we take a look at him here, uh, as far as what he brings to the table. I mean, uh, Michigan cornerback, what more do you need to say? These Michigan defenses, the last out like seven plus years have been fantastic, especially in the backfield. They're great. And as you were mentioning him, his time on the tiger cats was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and the tiger cats are known their defensive unit has been strong over the last few years. And it's really just kept them in, in games and they've been known for it. I mean, yeah, obviously their offense is really what lights the lamp with uh, Dane and, and uh, Jeremiah Masoli over there. But uh, you know, when you look at the tiger cats defense, it's always been a, a huge, it solid. yeah, it was a definitely a solid. Uh, this is a name that we all know very well, right? Somebody that we followed through various leagues all over the place. Uh, Devante Bosby is Devante going to boss, baby Bosby, baby Bosby. So uh, fill us in on this one. Cause Again, we, we know these names by watching the USFL and the XFL. So what stands out to you about Bosby other than the obvious that we know? I mean, the guys, just like I said, with the last quarterback, the guys that play in these leagues, they're generally going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more physical. I like the way he uses hands um, just to kind of like really, he toes the line 
with what is and what isn't pass interference. And I really respect that in a player where you can get away with that as often as he does. I, I just love seeing that. And like AAF legends, XFL legends, these guys have experience. We're seeing that with a lot of these guys off the board is experience is becoming a big factor. They're really going for guys that either have a lot of time on these NFL practice squads or have played in the AAF, CFL, XFL, or a combination of all three. Well, I mean, look, he played with San Antonio, right? The commanders were a very stout defense. I do like, I have his XFL. I have his uh, AAF card in my, uh, in my collection. I do enjoy knowing that, but again, those commanders, they, they actually had a good defensive uh, team going on. That was also a Mike Riley team. Wasn't it? It was a Mike Riley team. There you go. You got the Mike Riley connection right there. So, you knew, you know, that, uh, that we had that going on. If Colby's back in, I'll, I'll tag him out. This is like some WWE stuff. I don't know if I can hear him or not. Let's see. Colby is still not. No, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely like this pick again. This is a, a veteran pick. Uh, somebody that's been on the field over the last couple of years knows how yeah, this, to lead the defense. And he's coach like this coach has coached him before. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, but you see that a lot, not only in, in that, but the XFL, uh, not the XFL, but the CFL as well where a lot of these coaches will bring in players that they've uh, done before. So I definitely don't hate this at all, but now we've got another pick Tino, Tino Ellis, Ellis going to the Panthers. Uh, like he's from Maryland. He's from Maryland. Fill us in a little bit more on, on what to expect out of Tino. What I'm hoping for is since we're seeing a lot of these Maryland guys go off the board, I'm hoping for their sake that April is the, uh, is the September of the spring so that you get that like September Maryland push. That's kind of what you want. You want the September Maryland. You don't want the rest of the year. Maryland, the guy's good though. He's, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to like being on these big 10 teams, especially in the East that are kind of the bottom feeders like Maryland. It's hard to stand out, but the guy's solid. Like you see him when they like, obviously they beat Texas twice. That's not on accident. Absolutely. And I mean, you're just looking at the film right here, as far as his, his ball awareness and being able to pick guys off and obviously his pursuit to the ball, uh, you know, the, these, these big games and he's playing Texas right now as, as we speak. So you see it in his play, how for, uh, just ferocious he is to the ball, not afraid to get mixed in there to pass up a ball or, or to break up a, a pass. So definitely a good pick Tino Ellis. Now a Michigan Panther this More NFL experience too. He was on the he was on the Dolphins for a little bit. Yep, had a cup of cup of coffee with the Dolphins. So you know when these when these guys start looking around uh, at at the NFL, what which teams brought them in? Because obviously Miami's defense, uh, okay, right? I mean they they're not the greatest greatest, but they were good enough to to warrant a look. So hey, that defensive backfield, that defensive backfield was really good. It has been for the last few years. Yep. So again, we're not, we're not really going to knock that. So, all right, we got another pick Adonis Alexander to Breakers. Shout out Kramer, Kramer. Virginia tech legend right here. Adonis Alexander. What a name, by the way, what a great name. Anyone named Adonis is just that's chef's kiss right there. (laughs) I love it. He spent some time with the Redskins, the Rams, the Niners as a future reservist. And then as the saints, most recently, again, another practice squad guy, uh, and then, you know, just sort of didn't have a chance to stick. Uh, he was with the Rams practice squad in 2019, which was, uh, obviously we know where the Rams are at now. So 
again, just a guy that never necessarily got his, his chance to shine. So maybe uh, the Vatek guy will, will latch on here. You've, you've heard it from interviews from a lot of these players that played in the XFL that played on practice squads. It's not that big of a leap to be like a practice squad guy to being a travel guy. It's a huge leap financially and it's a huge leap for your career. But skill wise, those guys are right there. These guys just sometimes like maybe they have an injury from college that they're getting over or maybe they just have some sort of issue that they're trying to get over that's keeping them hidden or under the radar. and They just never get that boost. The USFL could be perfect for that. Sometimes the difference between making the team and, and not is one bad game, one exactly. bad, practice, one bad showing. It's not, you know, we always seem to think that if they don't make the team that they're horrible players, but really, again, it could just be at one bad day at camp. And now you, you aren't in the NFL, but I mean, Colby and I have said this time and time again, right? These spring leagues, these, these leagues that are not the NFL exist because the hunger for us to watch more football is there. And so when guys like these, when guys like Adonis Alexander get a chance to suit up for the new Orleans breakers, we're there for it because we want to watch more football and there's nothing wrong with wanting to watch guys continue to play the game. They love because we love watching that game. Darn it. We've, I'd love watching it so much. I I'm like actually shaking because I've, this is the happiness I felt when the XFL draft was going on, I've been giddy for the last four hours, just hyping this up and I can't stop the shakes. It's so exciting. Spring football is here. And my dream, your guys' dream, our dream as a collective of year round football is alive. It is alive and it's alive in Brazil too. Hello to Brazil. I'm noticing in the chat, we've got a, a Brazilian listener. So hello over there in Brazil. Happy to uh, be able to keep you posted on all of this USFL draft action here on the sports gambling podcast network. Another pick is in Jim. We're looking at Jamar Jamar Summers, Summers. UConn grad. I like this pick to the gamblers. I think Jamar Summers. This is another kind of thing where you're getting these guys that are playing on a team like UConn super under the radar, even as bad as UConn has been, you're going to get good players that go to these schools. Like you saw it with Akron. You saw it. You're going to see it with UConn right here. The guy had, he's like a pick machine. He's just good at getting the ball. Maybe you're going to get a situation where he's going for more interceptions than not, but that's still flashy. And I love that. I'm here for it. Yeah. Flash. I like like the flashy. You do like the flashy. Uh, You are all about that flash chase. Welcome back. Jamar Summers. What do you think? I, I like it. I like it. I, I feel like uh, cornerbacks with ball skills are, are hard to come by because uh, if they have them, they tend to be playing in the NFL. I think this is a real great diamond in the rough pick for, uh, for the gamblers. Uh, hopefully he won't be gambling too much on defense. You see what I did there? Everyone get it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get Chase out of here now. Get, get yeah. Up. Take me out. I'll kick my own ass. <laughs> what, I do, what I do like though, is that again, he's got that, that AAF. I do have his AAF card. I know that for a fact, uh, or cause, uh, and then the Birmingham, or I'm sorry. And then the New York guardians, I saw him too. Cause he was in the, he was on the iron. So really good player on the iron. And then he translated to the New York guardians. Colby, are you back? My friend, do we have sound? Hey, we got Ooh. sound. I'm not sure what happened. All I know is I'm deep in the internet. How you folks doing? I appreciate you guys there holding it down. That's, That's what I'm right. here for. That's why you call the garage. I swear. That's what I'm saying, man. Second team is probably better than the first team. Uh, uh, so, so what I miss players are getting drafted. I know players are getting drafted everywhere. 
Uh, I was crossing wires over here. Like I was, uh, you know, uh, part of the bomb squad, but uh, uh, what did I miss? I see Brian Allen to the stallions. Have we covered that one yet? No, you got here just in time. Just for Brian time. Allen's. I'm going to leave you guys to it. The experts are back. Oh, oh whatever. Damn. Just coming in hot with that one. I, I'm going to tell my mom that maybe she'll, maybe she'll make me cookies this year. Um, Brian, Brian Allen, uh, former, former Los Angeles Ram, right? No, no. Right. Or is that, that's not the same Brian Allen, right? It, uh, it looks like, no, 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 no. Brian Allen, former uh, Cleveland Brown. He was on Cleveland Browns this past year or well, no, 2020 to 2021. This guy's played at a lot of schools. Uh, or a lot of, a lot of uh, teams. He was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks, the Buffalo bills, the San Francisco 49ers, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns uh, originally from Utah. What do you make of the pick? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, again, you bring in those big guys that can, uh, that can get to the quarterback. That's, that's what you're looking for in this round, right? That you're looking for the the top guys that can get there. Yeah. And uh, obviously the cornerback position is so big. I missed a bunch of these guys. Del Delrick Adams, I'm a huge fan of from, from his days at Colorado. Uh, some of these other guys too, Tino Ellis. I like that pick uh, Pittsburgh Maulers on the clock. What are we doing here folks? Um, I think this is one where what, uh, what the pick is in. Is that what I'm seeing? The pick is in for the Maulers. How do I, how do I say this, this guy's name? Uh, Harris. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was uh, going to be like an H. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Gene Harris to the Maulers. Ah, uh, Gene Harris to the Maulers. Let's see what we got. Ah, uh, Gene Harris is uh played at what he was at. Uh, was he at? Was he USC. at USC? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so look, I mean USC in practice. This is why I think it, it benefits in a way. In practice, they were running the air raid. So I think that is a a leg up for the USFL because I think. Uh, it's going to be a lot of judging by the coaches they brought in Andrus, Vadora, um, some of the other names, even Mike Riley pass happy offenses. So I think uh, Harris will fit in well uh, in the new football league. What do you make of the pick? Uh, I love it, but I think we have somebody that's waiting backstage. It's even more excited about a pick. And, and I think Nick wants to talk to us about it, the bandits pick. Hey, oh. there we go. You guys thought you were going to get rid of me, you know, just off one segment. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I was sitting here. I was having technical problems. I consume. I thought about consuming a, a, a shot of whiskey, but I decided let, let let me fix this thing up. And boom, here we are back on the USFL Bandit Ball is here to stay, Nick. You damn right it is. And I love. So hold on. So, sorry, off the bat here, we might have the best quarterback in the league, and we might have the best DB in the league. Uh, we with the first pick in the cornerback round, we took Delrick Abrams from Colorado. This guy was on uh, the Falcons uh, 2020 preseason roster. He made it to the, uh, he made up to final cuts, then got signed to the practice squad. Then he was elevated to the active roster for about half the season. Last year, he was on the Rams practice squad. This guy is probably the best cornerback in the league. So what is there not to like? Well, when you go to Colorado, normally, first off, I'm, I'm not even joking. I mean, I look, I'm a Colorado fan, so I do want to plug them, but at the same time, they have a ton of great defensive backs that make the league. A lot of that was because Jim Levitt, who then went to Oregon and you saw Oregon have a lot of defensive players here, but specifically defensive back Abrams, uh, th you know, thrived in his system. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to be, a, that's a home run get 
for the bandits. And uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, you, you might be doing all right with Todd Haley. I know you, we were questionable on, you know, Hey, could he coach on it? We've only seen him coach at a pro level and, and just a tiny right. bit of high school, but I, I gotta be, I gotta say I'm impressed with the draft thus far for Todd Haley. Rod, well, going back think? to, I mean, I'm sorry, Rod. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Rod. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm good. No, no, I'm listening to you, man. You're, you're excited about this. You're talking enough, right? Any break is appreciated. So, I mean, like Todd Haley, I mean, as a head coach, we saw him coach for what three or four years at KC. Uh, things never really, I mean, they, they made the playoffs one time lost in the wild card, but Matt castle was the quarterback. He needs a decent quarterback for his offense to run. And it, he just didn't have it in Matt castle. So I think he has it here and I'm, I'm loving all the rest of the draft picks, especially uh Juwan Bushel Beatty, the offensive lineman from Michigan. I didn't know there was another Juwan at Michigan after the uh, incident this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, I do think the bandits are putting together one of the best rosters. I'm quickly glancing through each round right now. And I think it's one of the best rosters out there. So uh, you got well, that. You, going. you mentioned it. You mentioned that cornerback might be the most important position. So if it's quarterback or cornerback, I think we got you covered on both ends. We might have, you know, one of the best in each position. So I, I'm loving the draft so far. Bandit ball is back. You know, uh, man, I'm 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 pumped for the season. I know it's still you know what uh, six seven weeks away or so, but. It's been a good draft so far for the bandits and uh, let's do this, man. He's got the USFL hat on. The only thing is, you know what you need to get is the USL visor. Like Steve Spurrier back in the original bandit ball when he was kicking that visor and throwing that visor all around Tampa, Florida. Uh, yes. Uh, Terrell bonds has just been drafted to the Pittsburgh Maulers. I'll let you run into Nick. I know you wanted to talk bandit ball. Appreciate you hopping in here and uh, anytime yeah, there we go. NC Nick, the college football experience, the college basketball experience. Subscribe, check it out. He's always kicking ass DFS, writing great articles over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. 